0: Hey, I'm Becca Slider, your host, and this is The Courage to Fully Live. This podcast is a rebellion against old programming, conforming, and unsupportive beliefs that keep us small and living in authentic lives. If you're on a journey of finding your true self or building the courage to fully express it, then you're in the right place. We're going to get raw and unfiltered with a diverse group of guests who share their stories of rediscovering who they are reclaiming their life and redefining how it all gets to go come join me so as a kid moana did not exist in the disney princesses for me she came along quite later and of all the disney princesses that existed when i was young i definitely resonated the most with ariel i love jasmine the best but I resonated the most with Ariel. And it wasn't because of her hair or her perfect breasts. Good God, those definitely didn't exist in my life. It was her wildly rebellious passion for freedom. She was like, F this. I want more. I don't want this life that I've been subscribed to. And she wasn't apologetic about it. I mean, She kind of was because she had to deal with daddy so she'd go behind his back. Oh, God, another thing I can relate to. But she went out and went after it like nobody's business. She decided that her desires were a part of her and she wasn't going to betray them. So Ariel's freedom and her most lit up life, like the way she wanted to live the best and the way she wanted to be the most gift to herself in the world was in being human, not in a freaking mermaid form. It didn't matter that nobody in her family had ever lived that way before. She still wanted it. She still went after it. And even though it was risky and even though nobody agreed, she was like, I'm doing this. I am doing this. I think that's something that always stuck with me. And I have seen over and over again evidence of my life of me just saying, okay, this is scary as fuck, okay, lots of people may abandon me, okay, lots of people may turn on me, okay, I may be too much for a lot of people. And also, I know that if I don't freaking go out and do the thing, if I don't start really embodying the version of me that I feel in the depths of my soul, I will never be true to myself and living the life that I want to live. And what's crazy is you see her in the movie, and she really does experience the best version of herself. When she chose to honor her intuitive desires, I always had the belief I was meant for more from a pretty young age. And I knew that meant like a deeper level of freedom because it would be more authentically me, but I didn't actually know who that version of myself was. And until you're willing to start taking steps toward that version of yourself, you're not going to be able to truly uncover it. Action creates more clarity. So oftentimes I'll talk to people and they want to be more honest with themselves, be more true with it to themselves, be more authentic, live more authentically. That's a big thing nowadays, right? I want to live more authentically. Here's the thing. You're not going to be able to live authentically if you don't take the time to actually get to know who you are and getting to know who you are is really going to be grounded and founded in getting to know your wants and your desires, the things that light you up and you're not going to be able to do that unless you're willing to get really honest with yourself and the way that can start is even by what you don't like, what you're done tolerating, what you're sick of in regards to the standards you've allowed to be acceptable in your life. I have found that I'm at my best when I passionately pursue things that create joy and a sense of freedom for me, right? Freedom. Freedom is probably my top value, my number one value in every aspect of life. And I found that I'm at my worst when I feel restricted, enslaved, boxed in by other people's control, rules, or expectations, especially that word expectations, right? Maybe you can relate to that. Oftentimes, what I find with my clients and what I've found with myself is there's desires that we suppress or betray because it feels safer to live within the confines of the life we've built versus the life we want. And it costs something to push past our comfort zone into the life we want. I get it. I've been there. I've been there and I keep keep being there, right? I keep showing up there into that place because as you expand, it's what I said earlier, you create more clarity on what you want and then you move into that when you choose that, when you say yes to that, when you stop abandoning yourself, you stop betraying yourself and you move into that, there's all of this joy and beauty. Sure, there's going to be loss as well. I'm not going to deny that, but there's a greater sense of freedom and also More clarity gets created because now you see even more about who you are, how you're wired, and what you want. It just keeps expanding. We never arrive. That's the beauty of it. You don't have to stay wherever you're currently at. No one is holding you down and forcing you to stay. And I really want to challenge you to break free. Bet on you. Believe in you. Pursue things that light you up. It's time to start saying yes to that. You will never be satisfied if you stay confined to the expectations of other people or our culture or the society around or religious expectations, whatever that looks like for you. If there are things that are unsupportive to who you want to be and where you want to go and how you want to live and how you want to be and show up in the world, it's time to start saying yes to you and giving yourself permission to thrive, to expand, to evolve. This is the beauty of being human. This is the privilege of being human. It's something that we often take for granted. We're coming here to live these amazing lit up lives, to see ourselves in new ways, to discover who we are, To reclaim a life that's truly ours. To redefine how it gets to go. And the majority of us settle for mediocrity. And it's not in the comfort of mediocrity that you'll always find the dissatisfaction. But when you're in it long enough and when you get to a place where you know there's no going back where it feels like there's no going back, that's where the grief comes. That's where the regret comes. But you don't have to live that way. One of the things that I often do is ask myself the question of why, 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 what makes me think that I can't just fully be me? What tells me that me showing up in certain ways is wrong? What tells me that my desires are not good? There are so many things that if we would just be willing to start questioning them, we would be able to start dissecting and deconstructing beliefs and stories that do not serve us. I think about Ariel and how if she had been like, well, nobody's ever done it before or this is too whack or I'm going to lose my whole family or I don't know if I can ever go back or I don't know how it's going to be out there. If she had got stuck in the fear of the unknown, she never would have lived her best life. She never would have found the love of her life. And sure, yeah, this is all just a fictional BS story. But the analogy still rings true for all of us. You cannot expect to live the life of your dreams and not be willing to push outside your comfort zone, not be willing to take risks, not be willing to say, I have the power to set myself free. It's never been in anyone's hand but yours. And it never will be. No matter what type of life you're in, whether it's in the corporate world and you're sick of it and you want to move into something that lights your life up much more, that feels more impactful, that you're more passionate about, no one is holding you back but you. And I say that in the nicest way possible because the beauty is you also have the keys to unlock yourself from the prison you're in. But you have to be willing to get really honest about the discomfort of staying where you are Versus the discomfort of change. And it's not even just the discomfort, but oftentimes we get really used to the shackles we place on ourselves. We get really used to the prison we sit in, and then we want to blame the world around us and our circumstances for why we're not out there doing the things, having the life and experiencing life the way we want to, but we're not actually willing to take back our sovereignty, live with autonomy, and actually decide, oh... It's been in my hands all along. Is there hardship and discomfort? Yes, absolutely. Are there things you have to overcome and heal within yourself to move into all the desires and the freedom you want in your life? Oh, you bet your ass for sure. But you know what's funny is that there's there's this lie that we're going to be comfortable or stay in our comfort zone and feel safer and better if we don't. What I found to be true is that it's a pseudo sense of safety. And the only reason that it feels safe to us is because it's familiar. That's it. But if we got really honest with the discomfort instead of acting like it felt okay, we could create a lot more motivation to move. A lot more motivation to pursue the freedom we want, to pursue the desires in our hearts, to say yes to the things that sound crazy. I wrote a post recently that started with saying, most successful people in the world are delusional. They're delusional. This is why. They have decided to take on an identity about themselves. That they're the best, that they're successful, that they have all the things that they desire, that their dreams are inevitable long before they ever see the manifestation of those things. They walk like it. They talk like it. They show up in that way. They start choosing who they're being before they see the 3D reality change. That's the cost. Is it uncomfortable? Yes. Are you uncomfortable now? Yes. Which discomfort do you want? What I found too is that we can flip the script on the fear of the unknown. So oftentimes... We are in a state of, but what if this happens, right? Like, what if I make these choices and the shit hits the fan and it's a disaster and it doesn't work out? What if I decide to sign my life away to Ursula and I freaking turn out to be still a mermaid or I have one leg uh well she lost her freaking voice so there you go I mean what if and it's always the bad it's always like the holy fuck moments right like oh shit I don't think I can and we go into those stories and we write those stories from such a logical place of truth we just take them on like our brain's like yeah 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 that sounds like that's gonna happen that's you should definitely avoid that but what if you flip the script what if instead of what if all this shit goes bad and what if this the shit hits the fan and what if it looks like this and what if it looks like that? What if you flip it and you're like, and what if it's freaking amazing? And what if this is the best year of my life? And what if anything I lost is nothing compared to what I gain? And what if I live in a greater sense of empowerment and purpose, and passion, and peace than I've ever known in my life. Yes, you're welcome for that alliteration. It cost you nothing. It was free. Flip the script. You're the author, and you're the main character. So we have to get to a place where we start practicing writing the story And deciding we're the character in the story and showing up as that character, talking like that character, thinking like that character, deciding it's all working for us. And even when it doesn't look like it is, having such a strong commitment to the life of our dreams, the life we desire, we commit to giving ourselves permission to show up in our most raw, authentic, beautiful, vulnerable, bold way. That the only thing we're jealous of is ourselves. There's no regrets. Because we don't even align with or understand living in that energy anymore. Everything's working for us. We're taking surrendered action where we just trust that it's all working. That's my dog in the background. She's dreaming. And we're moving into the life we desire versus the life we're comfortable with. Ariel, thank you for being the original baddie. A ton of other princesses sort of were too. Moana is my favorite, I'm not going to lie. Ariel is the original baddie. You know there's like original gangster. I'm deciding there's now Ob. Oh fuck, that's a tampon brand. We're just going to go with it. Ob, original baddie. She was the original baddie. Okay, not the, but she was an original baddie. She literally left... Her underwater palace, mansion, she had not made. She was the freaking princess down there. And she's like, oh, here we go. Let's go. I'm going to sign my soul away to the devil who happened to be like her aunt or something with tentacles. I don't know. And she's like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I can't stay here any longer. I would rather risk it all and move into more of what I desire and what I want. Face the fear of the unknown for the potential of all the freedom, excitement, and joy that dwells there than, say, stuck in the familiarity for the rest of my life. So what are you allowing to be acceptable because it's familiar, but it really does not align with who you are and what you want in life? What stories are you telling yourself? that subscribe to the beliefs of the unknown being fearful and being the worst case scenario. Instead of the what ifs of all the possibilities and the joy and the excitement and the purpose and the impact you can make. Where have you made your desires wrong? Where have you told yourself your desires are bad? Who told you that? Do those thoughts support you? Because I'll tell you this, friend, every time I have torn apart a belief that told me something I wanted was wrong or bad and I've deconstructed it down to its core and realized that it was unsupportive and I've been willing to release it, you know what changed? Judgment disintegrated. Freedom expanded in my life. Peace was my new home base. That's what happened. That's what happened when I've let go of those things. And it's available to you too. All right. I hope this resonated with some of you. Would love to hear your thoughts. Share them with me. Find me on social. And let's chat. Go live your big dreams. Go live your big life. You get one life. Go live the fuck out of it. Hey, thanks for being here and joining me each week. My hope is that every time you listen, you walk away feeling more activated and empowered to live a life that is fully yours. If you like this podcast, share it on social or with a friend. It could literally be the thing that someone needs to hear today. All right, I'll see you back here next week. And until then, remember to enjoy the privilege of getting to know and authentically express who you came here to be.